We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. All right. How do I sound? Sound fine on my end. Yeah. Sound boomy like a like a 1940s radio broadcaster. Hello and welcome to today's game featuring the <laughs> and we're Houston here with the New 45. York Yankees playing the Boston Red Sox. I love that. You should do the that. American oh, oh, what a whopper he hit to that. Oh my gosh, dude, that is <laughs> awesome. I gotta practice that one. Yeah. Your, what is it a like, night, Bugsy, Bugsy Seagull? Yeah, see? He hit and the ball. The up to bat and he took a whopper of a swing. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get started now. Right. Oh, my God. So this is what? Number 47? This is number 47. Okay. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. All right. Here we go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, number 47, 47. a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and a whole lot more, personal motivation, personal mindset, crazy things that we've been talking about over the last 47 episodes with your hosts Tom the blade and myself uncle frank so have a seat do them chores or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole wow what a rabbit hole it's been 47 of them man oh, yes moly all right on ride so far it has been, man. Yeah. It's been crazy. It has been crazy. Um, so today's show, we're talking, we're, we're going to be talking about master procrastinators such as myself and, and you know, folks like Tom that are constantly planning, setting goals, thriving, striving for greatness and running after you know, running after the peaks of the mountains. And what sparked today's episode a few years ago and just today came across both my Twitter feed and my LinkedIn feed. There's a guy named Tim Urban. He had a TED talk about procrastination. And, you know, he talks about this little monkey that you know, just loves to come in your brain and ruin everything you you may or may not have planned. Um, you have you have these things planned out. The monkey shows up. What are you gonna do that for? You should you should you know do it tomorrow. Let's do something fun. Let's do whatever it is that's not that. And so you dig yourself into this hole that you're having so much fun doing the things that you you shouldn't be doing or don't need to be doing that have nothing to do with what you, you part of your goals. And then you start beating yourself up, man, right. I got this eight page paper that's due in two days and I have seven words written. 
you know, oh my God, how am I going to finish this? And then all of a sudden you get this super strength to write, you know, you sit down and you're writing six, seven pages in one night and it may or may not be gibberish by the time you complete it, but it's done. And that's part of what this guy talks about. If you get a chance, go out there to YouTube and look up Tim Urban on procrastination. Right. And ironically, when you sent me that video, when you're sitting around watching videos and you sent them to me, I was actually doing something. I I haven't had the chance to watch it yet. So (laughs) ironically, (laughs) I'm planning for the show doing nothing while you're out with a real job. (laughs) Actually working, (laughs) putting those plans into action. But that, that, uh, as we'll go on with the show. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, and that's you know that's that's a whole lot of it because a lot of um a lot of what I get caught up in is procrastination, you know oh you know five more minutes doing this or five more minutes doing that and next thing you know it's an hour later. Um, just last week I had to write. Uh, several pages of documentation for work, including having to put together a one page how to on this new application that we're using at work. So and this is for for nurses, you know, so I have to write something for people that have zero time their, you know, their focus is on patient care. Their focus is on making sure people are living and surviving. And I had to write something that's going to keep so someone like me. Yeah. Someone that, <laughs> someone that, you know, their time is incredibly valuable. It has right. to keep their attention and it has to teach them something. So what I did is I went through the software and I picked out key icons. I said, what are the top five things that these people are going to have to log into this new application for? And man, I kid you not, I stayed up until three o'clock in the morning perfecting or or at least what I thought was going to be. Um, and it wasn't because it was due the next day. I had been working on it, but just that night I got a creative spark and I was like, I know exactly what needs to be done. I saw it in my head. I saw it in my mind's eye and I just sat down and I started putting in the work. And then, uh, today, as a matter of fact, was the day that we went live with the application. I had to turn it in and I showed my boss. I was like, you know, I don't think it's beautiful, but I think it's uh, valuable, and I think that the nurses and all the staff that need to use it are going to understand exactly where to go and what to do whenever they're trying to do these things in the software. And she was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. And I was just like, oh, man, I'm so glad you said that because I, you know, I spent a lot of time on it. And she's like, yeah, I know. Last time I talked to you, you said you had some good ideas and you're I was spitballing my ideas to her. And, you know, she was busy. So she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Or, yeah, you know, you incorporate this. Um, I had to make one or two tweaks to the to the document. But it, I mean, she said it came out great. We showed it to a couple of the nurses and they're like, oh, man, this is like play school you know, easy to read. I can understand exactly what needs to be done. And I can just have this next to the computer. I don't have to memorize anything. I see the icons. I see where I need to go. This is fantastic. So that made me feel 
great. So I'm on cloud nine today um, because Good. all my Good hard job. work, yeah, all my hard work um, was, it was, I guess, enjoyed and useful. All right, good. That's, that's a great job. And and you cut to the heart of it. You cut out all the BS. You cut out all the pretty stuff. You got to each and every point you need to get to, right? Don't worry about it being pretty sometimes. Can you know you're like uh you it can turn into like one of those artists, right, who can never quite leave his piece mm. of art alone. He keeps having to tweak this, tweak that, tweak, and pretty soon he screws it up, right? Yeah. Pretty soon the message he was trying to get across gets lost because he just can't he just keeps overthinking it, overanalyze it. Just do what needs to be done, for, especially for someone like you're speaking about, those nurses. They need to know, what do I need to know yes. at this point, at this point, at oh this point? Goodness. Tell me, don't try to pretty it up. Mm -hmm. Make it as basic as possible. Hit, hit me with the most important things so when I'm busy, like you said, in that life and death situation, I don't want to read paragraph after paragraph of telling me, you know, well, mm -hmm. it was beautiful outside. The sun was sunny that day. <laughs> all the technical no, no. details. Tell me exactly what I have to yeah. know so I can do exactly what I have to do. And that sounds like that's what you did. Great job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was tough because I, I was trying to be creative and make it not necessarily artistic, but uh, pleasing to, you know, look at. And, and at the end of the day, you know, I'm like, OK, my audience is nurses. They have little time. Yes. Their attention span is very little because of their demand on them. You know, this we're asking them to do 10 more things on top of the 100 things that they're already right. doing. Let's cut. How can I take myself out of it? <laughs> cut to the chase, like you said, and just here, here. You're, we're not it. having a conversation. Right. Yes, it's not exactly. a conversation. Yeah. You're not there trying to, like you said, the most pleasing thing to their eye is something they can hit it. Boom. They see it and it tells them exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. It's like a protocol that we follow. I don't have time when I'm going in it. Like you said, life and death to read through all this messes. I want to know. Boom. It's right there. Boom. Boom. Bullet points, basically. Right. Yes. We call them. You yep. want the yep. bullet points that is in that situation is what's most pleasing to the eye. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you. You don't have time to be looking back. You want to look one time. Boom. I got it. OK, go. Yeah. And not being a nurse. Right. Not being that uh, patient facing. Uh, I'm, I'm a very technical person, so I want you to understand the ones and zeros. I, I believe you called yourself a tech bro one time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am anything but a tech, tech bro. bro. I'll never Negative. get over that. <laughs> Negative. No. Uh, no, I'm not that guy. Um. But yeah, you know, I, I, I <laughs> I'm often wondering when you said that if, if y'all have like this gang and y'all got these like pocket protectors, you know, with, well, with so symbols tech, on them. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is like um, those, those. Isn't that what they call it? But isn't that basically the, the geek squad? No. Uh, <laughs> you know what? There probably is some out there. But essentially, those are the people that are, are very harsh and, and incredibly unforgiving to new people coming into technology and bullies. they're tech yeah, tech yeah exactly bullies. tech bullies that's exactly what they are right. you know they don't want to share their information they're a, a lot of the times you know being very sexist very misogynistic exactly. towards females right. tech it's a very very ugly thing and i am not at all i you know hey anybody that wants you to love learn women. <laughs> anybody that wants to learn i'm ready to teach yes. yeah, i um, do believe that yeah yeah 
yeah, I'm not down with any of that stuff. But um, you just like you, you're not a – what are those? Uh, Jim uh, Bro. Jim Bros, you know. <laughs> um, anyway, so watching that video today, I was like, you know, I remember watching it a couple years ago. I'm going to watch it again because at times with work, working from home, um, you know, I, I do get into those little uh, fits of procrastination. Man, let me go wash these dishes. Let me go put a load of laundry in. Let me, you know, the the floor looks like it needs a good swiffering, you know, but I got, you know, two or three uh, conference calls that I need to be on. I can just put myself on mute and do this while I'm doing Let me vacuum the rug real quick. And then next thing you know, they're calling on me for something. Oh, can you repeat that? Said, what were you doing? I was vacuuming my rug. You know, I can't say that. But uh, but yeah, you know, removing yourself from that procrastination piece. It's it's incredibly hard to do if you're not aware of who you are. You're not aware of your personality type. You're not aware of what your eventual goals are be. You can get caught up in in doing those things that cause you to procrastinate, right? Right. And I'm well, sure, you know, as perfect as you are, Tom, <laughs> there are times where I'm sure you get caught up in that procrastination cycle. You know, in the introduction to the show, you're talking about, you know, me, you know, getting up, being proactive, going, I'm the perfect example of someone who procrastinated. I'm about to turn 50 years old and I'm only now, now pursuing the things that I've always wanted to do. I've wasted a good portion of my life putting off doing what I wanted to do, right? And I finally got to the point where I said, no, I can't wait anymore. I'm running out of time. I don't know how much time I have left in my hourglass that we've talked about before. Yeah. So all I was doing, no matter how I want to put it, no matter what I want to say, oh, I had to make sure I was taking care of my, no matter what, no matter how I try to dress it up, when it all boils down to it, where the rubber hits the road, I was procrastinating. So I am the perfect example of someone who put off for far too long the things that they always wanted to do. But now I finally said, that's it. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired and I'm going for it and nothing's going to stand in my way anymore. So the whole reason for my being proactive is because, hey, like I said, I don't know how much time I have left. I'm going to get as much done as I possibly can. So despite all those things that you said that were, you know, were nice things, you know, being pro in reality, I look at myself when I see myself in the mirror as the exact opposite. I was the 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 worst procrastinator because I put off things for far too long. Right, and and <laughs> I love messing with you, man, because you get riled up. Well, yeah, no, I want people to understand what you know yeah, where absolutely. I'm coming from, you know, because get I want because maybe there's might be somebody listening, you know, out there and thinking, oh, well, you know, they think I've been like this my whole life. I haven't, you know, and that's what I wanted to make clear that I haven't been that way for far too long. I wasn't, and you know, and now, but. From this day forward, I will not be that way anymore. Right. And um, somebody said something uh, a, a long time ago um, when when I first started working with him, we talked about books at work. And we, you know, what are you reading? What are you what are you talking about? What are you looking into and stuff like that? And I would tell him about the books that I was reading. And then 
he would say, have you always been interested in reading books? I'm like, no, man, this is, you know, the last couple of years, I've really been interested in learning more about myself because I really wanted to understand why I was doing the things that I kept doing. Right. Why am I in this situation that I'm in now? Why am I not being asked to uh, apply for these jobs that are coming out within my company? You know, nobody's even looking at me. No one's no one's saying, oh, man, Frank's doing a great job. And then, uh, you know, he said, well, this is the only version of you that I've known because I just met you. And and who you are at, that I know now is someone that, you know, I can really get along with and understand and I want to learn more about you. So right. this is who we know, you know, me and the audience, right. this is who we know that right. you are, right? right. You right. may have been somebody completely different and we're all completely different at some right. point in our lives. Just like they say your taste buds change every seven year. Well, maybe you change every so, you know, every so often as well. Once you, well, we all once do you evolve, get it in right? your mind, right? We're always yeah. changing, right? We're no different than anything else. We always are changing. We want to make sure that we're changing for the better. And I'm going to tell you something, Frank, that I learned about myself. The biggest culprit and one of the biggest lies we tell ourselves and one of the biggest traps we fall into is all the reading we do, all the learning we do about why we do the things we do. Oh, I'm not ready to do this yet because I got to learn more about all that is, is another form of procrastination. Learn, look, I'm, I'm into reading books too, right? When mm -hmm. I have the time, the most important thing, the world will not be changed by anything we say, we read, that we saw on TV, some YouTube videos, some podcasts, even listening to us, the world and your life will only by, be changed by the things you do. All the great men that you read about in these books, that you watch on TV, that you talk and hear about on the podcast, we don't ever say, oh, well, this guy read this book and this guy was reading that book. You know, Alexander the Great read this. No, we talk about the things they did, right? That's what there, comes, there has to come a point in our lives where we stop reading about and watching what other great men did and start doing great things ourselves. That's the only thing that's going to change our situation is by getting up and doing something. I'll say this, though, like let's take Tim Ferriss, for example. Mm -hmm. He started out reading and wanting to absorb. And um, I watched one of, you know, his TED talk as well. You know, he right. talked about um, not wanting to live anymore. And by some some chance, he couldn't go through with it. Right. And he started to look into what was going on in his life that had right. led him there. Right. right. So we do have to read these things and and learn a little bit about ourselves we before do. we can change who we but, are. But we can't get caught in that trap. Of, OK, I got to learn some more. I got to. Right. Right. What you is, talked about with some of your favorite quotes from Bruce Lee. What did Bruce Lee say? Knowing is not enough. We must do. You right. have to apply that knowledge. And people, I myself and, got fell, fell into that <clears throat> trap where we just keep, we fall into that trap of always wanting to know more. I'm almost ready, right? I'm almost ready. Mm, no, I'm almost there. Right. Hold no, on, hold on. Go, I'm almost there. Go, you got to go. Take that first step, right? Yeah, no, and, and, and that's just it. You know, that's, that's part of the, that's part of the show, right? Is, you know, letting, letting everyone that listens, new listeners and old listeners, 
we haven't always been where we're at. I am incredibly happy with the position that I'm in at work. Um, you know, I've gone from working at a help desk to working um, on on desktop support and then working as a network engineer. And now, you know, I'm, I'm in applications, you know, learning about new applications, writing uh, documentation, something I never thought I would do. Awesome. But but here I am, you know, all because I decided to stop waiting for people to come to me and, hey, hey, Frank, apply for this. No one's going to go to you and say, hey, we would like to wow. uh, we would like for you to apply. You need to have that initiative for right. for them to notice um, if you're not raising your hand, if you're not, you know, showing up the and representing yourself the way you should show up, then it's not going to change for you. But that goes back to being proactive and right. procrastinating. If you're proactive and and doing research for the show today, uh, um, I came across the seven habits of highly effective people, right? Staying proactive, thinking about what's next, thinking about what tomorrow holds instead of being stuck in what what happened today? Why did today happen? And, and you know, you, you're right. I agree with you to some extent in that you can't get stuck in just reading. You have right. to apply. Right. All you that matters is really results, man. Yes. The results are nothing. You whether know they're whether good you're or bad. Success, right. Results. And, but, but, and you cannot get good or bad results by sitting on your butt. We say that on Motivational Monday every Monday. I say it. that's the mm-hmm. most important. Get off of your butt, right? And where's what do you do when you're reading? You're sitting on your butt. You're yeah. That's simple. Now I'm I mean, not against audio book. You gotta learn. You gotta learn, right? You gotta learn before you do. But as soon as you learn, start applying it, right? All that information, all that knowledge we take in, it's useless. It's useless until you apply it, right? Yeah. That's the only way you can uh, make good of, of to make that time you spent reading worth it is when you apply it. And so I was also looking up quotes for today's show, too. These are some of the oldest quotes, you know, a couple of thousand years old, Aristotle, Plato. um, But I'll I'll read some of my favorites that I found. Uh, One of them is, you will never do anything in this world without courage. It's the greatest quality of the mind next to honor. Right. Right. Uh, you know, and yeah, how old are these quotes? You know, the, okay. these people, um, they just the knowledge that they were talking about back then. Right. right. And these were people that were doing stuff. <laughs> they were teaching others and everything. What are you over there chuckling for? I wish I could remember the lyrics to that word, to that song, Courage, that the Cowardly Lion sang in The no. Wizard of Oz. Courage. <laughs> Courage. <laughs> <laughs> You and your voices, man. God, we gotta get we gotta get a couple of special guests on the fiftieth on our uh, on our fiftieth show, man. That's gonna be a good time. Uh, let's see what's one of the other ones. For a man to conquer himself is the first and noblest of victories. That's, That's Plato, right, right there, right? Knowing who you are can directly affect where you're going. You can't conquer anything else if you have not first conquered yourself, right? Yep. 
And uh, I especially thought of you when when I read this one. Um, Do not spoil what you have been desiring, what you have not. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Do not spoil what you have. Oh, what you have by desiring what you have not. Remember that you now have or what you now have was once among the things you only hoped for. I butchered that like crazy, but you you know, (laughs) oh my goodness. Be thankful for what you have, you know. Right. But worried about what you don't have, right? What you don't have is useless to you. You Take what you do have and make the most of it. And and to one of our very first um, guests on the show, Iki Soma, um, he he said that uh, uh, what is it? work on the root and not just the fruit. And this is another quote that came up. The roots of education are bitter, but the fruit is very sweet. Right. You know? Yeah. I love that those, yeah. Was Aristotle. So, you know, these are, these are those stoic old school stoic, uh, quotes from way, way back when look at how far they have come. And, you know, people have put them into different words. People have, you know, kind of changed a couple of things here and there, but all in all, at the end of the day, it's still, you gotta get to work. Don't put off today or don't put off tomorrow what you can get done today. Right. Uh, well, tomorrow's not guaranteed. What is that saying we like to say? Nothing works like work, right? Exactly. Man, exactly. Sounds like a good shirt idea, I think. It does. But, it really does. But it, that cuts to the chase. It cuts out all the BS. The bullet points. Around. Yes. Nothing works like work. Here's a, you're bringing up quotes. I just came across one myself, and I like it. I, it stood out to me as soon as I saw it. The breeding ground of fear is procrastination and inaction. Yes. We overcome them not by preparation, but by taking action. Yeah. Right. You can prepare from here until kingdom come, right? You're gonna get nowhere. All the thinking, all the planning, all the, you know, video watching, learning, that's not gonna get you up the mountain. What's gonna get you up the mountain? Getting off your butt and taking that first step. Take that first step is more important than all the reading and all the other Stuff that you're lying to yourself, right? We all, uh, we talked about nobody lies to us more than we do. We're going to lie to ourselves. Oh, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. All that getting and that preparing is getting you nowhere. When you wake up tomorrow, you're still going to be the same exact spot. And you're going to open another book asking yourself, how do I get up that mountain? And then you're going to read another book. What's the best way to get up that mountain? Yeah, what's the best way? I was just The best way is to get up. And yeah. take that first step. <clears throat> Wouldn't that be something though if somebody came out with the book? What's the best way to get to a mountain? And it's like this crazy thick book, and there's no words except for like right in the middle. Step one: take the yeah. first step. The end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what the best way to get something done is to begin. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That, the first step is always the hardest, but it's the most important. What that Steve Harvey quote we said the other day: "There's no elevator to the top." You've got to take the stairs. You're going to have to put in some work. And the sooner you get off your butt and start taking those steps, you will get to the top. And it's not always going to be pretty. You you have to fail in order to learn. And you're not going to learn if you don't get started. 
the higher the mountain you want to climb, yeah. the steeper it's going to be. The harder it's going to be. The more jagged it's going to be, right? The higher your goals you're trying to attend, the much harder it is going to be to the top. But, man, there's very few people who are going to be there at the top waiting for you. Mm, you're going to have a very lonely. You're going to have a beautiful view. You're going to appreciate all the turmoil, all the heartache that it took to get up there because not everybody's going to have the guts, the courage, even to take the first step. Much, much less keep taking all those steps to get to the top. But when you do get to the top, and I hope one day I will be there. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to say I hope I will be there one day. I'm going to be standing there, and I can't wait to see that view. But I've got to keep taking these steps every day. You know, we, we laugh and we joke about how many jobs I'm doing and all that <laughs> stuff. It's all for one thing, because I know what's waiting for me at the top. And I'm going to get there one day. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I have 100% faith in you because watching you work and, you know, everything that you're posting, I'm I'm able to see to some extent, you know, the the, the real life. It's right. not just, hey, I'm hey, look at me. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's like, yo, I'm really doing this. I'm doing that. I just happen to take a second to take a picture of it so that others can see that it's possible. Right. It, it, it is possible. And I feel funny, you know, posting those things sometimes because I, I don't ever want to come across the band. Hey, look at me, you know, look at this. Hey, you know, but the reason I post these things is, yeah, I did it, but I'm not unique. I'm not special. You can do it, too. There's nothing special about what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. Right. It's nothing extraordinary. It's all it's not some special talent that I got up and did it everybody has that ability you just have to do it and i'm trying to show people they can do it too all you gotta do is just get up and do it yeah yeah and that really you just trying just just put put that one foot down like we were talking about get that foot out of bed when you're supposed to you know don't hit that snooze don't go back to your old habits you snooze you lose it's procrastination it's all it is procrastinating is. is the killer of dreams that's right and and you just have to put yourself in that what's next what's tomorrow proactive mindset yeah i, I just as we're talking you know we keep talking about quotes because you know they, they sum up so easily and so well <laughs> they really do talking about and it just says action will destroy your procrastination right 100 you can't be procrastinating if you're in action Start taking action. That was that's going to be that's the remedy for your procrastination, right? Stop reading about why do I procrastinate? Well, because you keep reading. Get up and do something, right? Whatever it is that goal, take the first step. You can't spell procrastination if action is the is in the middle. Yeah. Oh, you can, but you spell it wrong. (laughs) No, no, you can't. Think about it. All the words in there. Do you uh, like jumbles? Put it down there. I've what read re, uh, patient reports. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> patient reports. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, really? You can? Procrastination <laughs> and action? Eesh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what are, you know, with you, we, we talk about this all the time, too. And and part of you writing your stuff down, uh, part of having a plan for tomorrow could also keep you from from procrastinating. If you if you make a plan, 
you know, hey, I'm going to get up to do this or I'm going to get up to do that. Having a simple plan, simple habits for tomorrow will get you up and potentially save you from procrastinating from whatever it is that you're going to do. Um, you know, one of the things I did when I was because uh, <laughs> I, when I watch when I do my cardio on the elliptical machine, a lot of times uh, it's you're watching difficult. videos about. Yes. Procrastination. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, well, and I am, you know, really am those motivational videos. One of my favorite guys is Eric Thomas. I think they call him the hip hop oh, preacher. Yeah. And one of the I things like that him, he like said, every time I don't want to do what I, I know I need to be doing, whether I want to sit down or even when I want to just get an extra hour of sleep or whatever. And one of the sayings he likes to say, you like to sleep more than you like to succeed. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think about those things that I've been working for all these hours, all these days that I've been putting in extra work, extra. Th- and now, like, I'm going to throw that momentum off just because I want to go sit down for one hour because I want to go take a nap to catch up. No. You know, what do I want more? Do I want that goal that I'm trying to reach or do I really want this one hour of sleep? And I just hear him say that. And I say, no, I got to get up and go do what I got to do. It's that simple. You talked about doing those. uh that you were up writing that uh, that thing for the nurses at three in the morning, the motivational Monday we did, man, I had an hour the other day at work, like at two o'clock in the morning where I said, man, you know what? I've got some free time. You know, it's not so busy. You know what? Let me knock this out now. I might not have another chance and I don't ever want to miss a Monday. Right. So mm-hmm. to, to have it ready. So I was like, man, let me do this right now. So I just sat down. I had to come up with a top and I did it. I'm already thinking ahead that because I work nights again tomorrow night and then the next night I'm, I'm thinking, OK, I'm trying to plant the seed of some type of idea so that when I've got a downtime, I can just immediately pop that laptop and write it out. Right. Ooh, yeah. Right? And I, I don't I'm not I don't want to just sit there and not do nothing. I've got to I've got goals. Right. Absolutely. And I want those goals more than I want to rest. I want those goals more than I want to watch some series on TV. I, it's like Eric Thomas said, I don't want that rest more than I want to reach my goals. And that's, that's what it all boils down to. Honestly, that's what it comes down to. Think about that thing. Think about what we said before. Think about your why and the how becomes so much easier. Just you have to have a why that's strong enough of why you need to do it why you need to get up and at five o'clock and get get work done or, or whatever it is that you have to do right not everybody has to get up at five o'clock right don't get up yeah. you know but whatever it is that you have to do that you're struggling to get done think about why why do i need to do this and if your why is strong enough like eric thomas said if it's you got a why you that's strong face. enough the how will take care of itself mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna give you that little coach coach bump on the right. bottom, hey, let's right. go. Let's get up. Let's get yeah. after it. Yeah. And then you'd be like, hey, I know punk. And you get out in the middle of traffic and you walk That's home. Right. <laughs> you know? That's right. That's what you I do. I mean, yeah. they, 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 they come to you. Lightning strikes oh. you in the head when you have those. You continue to listen to these things and you continue to want to improve it it strikes you at any given moment and it it changes your direction it can it can take away or it can give you the momentum that you need to keep on progressing right right yeah uh, it, it really is a mindset and it doesn't happen overnight right nothing happens overnight changes that we make in our lives we're not going to wake up tomorrow and we're a new person. It, it happens gradually, 
but you have to keep working at it. And eventually you will be at that point where you start taking everything and, and, and moving it so that you can progress and, and you stop taking the easy way out. Stop, you know, oh, well, putting off till tomorrow, right? Everybody wants to put off tomorrow, tomorrow, that dreaded word tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Do it today. And you'll get to the point where, you know, look, let me take care of it today. Then that thing that's heading, hanging over my head, because if we put something off till tomorrow, I guarantee you tonight, you're going to be laying there in bed thinking about, man, I got to do this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you take care of it today, when you're laying in bed, you're going to feel so much better. You're going to be able to relax. You've already taken care of it tomorrow. I'll just handle what comes tomorrow. Whatever was you know already planned for me to do. OK, and I'll be ready. And you're going to sleep so much better, you know. We talk about how, you know, only getting four hours of sleep or whatever. Those four hours are going to be so much better than those seven or eight hours that you spent tossing and turning, worrying about what you got to do tomorrow. Yeah. Right. I guarantee that. Heck yeah. Try it. And I guarantee it's going to work better for you. I kid you not. So uh, this was last week while I was thinking about the documentation. I thought about this documentation so much that I had a dream about this documentation i was at work in front of my computer trying to write these things up and people kept coming to me hey hey do you have this hey can you write this for me hey um we need this by you know 12 o'clock today do you think you can knock it out i think it was like my anxiety that i wasn't getting it done fast enough that more and more tasks kept Uh... coming at me and And then I had another dream the following night about another project that I had just completed for work is something that no one's done in our division is is bringing in this new technology and making it work. I had to reach out to so many new people um, throughout our entire company, you know, and, and I was kind of ruffling feathers a bit because I was I mean, I was reaching way out there and I was bugging people for information. Hey, have you ever set this up? Hey, have you ever done this before? Um, it, cause I can't find anything on the topic. How did you get it started? What do I need to look for? Yeah. What do I need to ask our vendors for? And so in the dream that I had about that, and this is going to sound super silly, but in my dream, I show up to work, you know, and I sit in a cubicle when I have to go into the office, but everyone's there like with those little tiny confetti poppers. You know, oh my God, Frank did it. He completed this thing. And, <laughs> you know, I'm like <laughs> in those silly movies where like they're throwing a parade for me because I did this and everyone's patting me on the back and congratulating me. And I'm just like, yep. Yep. On to the next one. Let's, you know, I was uh, leading these uh, lunch and learns for everyone in the office. Yes, I did this and this is how you do it. This is who I had to talk to and all this stuff because I was just running on empty. I was like, all right, I need to figure this out. Um, We're going to go live with this product and I'm nowhere near completed. But the last like the last three days before it went live, I was able to find the right people. I was able to get everyone that needed to be on the call, on the call. 
we all talked about it. They spoke their vocabulary and they put all their, you know, technological experience together and we got this thing up and running. We tested it. I was so happy because I was like reaching out to the other people that had to test it. I was like, hey, give me your information so I can input it in the system. I want you to log in. And sure enough, they were logging in. And oh my God, I got, you know, we worked it. Um, We don't have to go the really long way in order to use this software anymore. It's going to be more easy and simple. Um, Very, very simplified um, way to use this technology that we have now. But yeah, this is just, you know, trying things, trying to do things so hard, it really does. It drops right into your brain pan and you know, you, you either start dreaming about it, you start sweating about it, or you get it done. Right. Well, you want to talk about crazy dreams, all right? Well, since you yes. brought it up, crazy dreams, yes. people cheering. I'm going to tell you this wild dream I had last week. This is no, I'm not making this up. This <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> we were talking about wrestling at my side job. Now, I don't know what we brought up, but we were talking about these wrestlers for some reason. I got home, and I was able to lay down for like two hours, and I was taking this, and I had the most wildest dream that I was backstage at a wrestlemania oh right it's going on and i'm standing there backstage and they're telling me hey you it's your turn to go on what? and i'm like what and they're like hurry up and like vince mcmahon's are yelling at me hurry up you know get to the ring hurry up pal. so i'm like <laughs> looking i'm like okay you know like whatever i don't know what's going on i don't know why i've got to go to the ring i just know i need to go to the ring so i started walking and the cheers go. I'm like Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh, right? Oh my like, goodness! Boom, and the music starts hitting, and I'm walking down the ring, and everybody is cheering. I mean, it's WrestleMania, right? This is the biggest event. I'm walking down, step up the steps. You know, I go under the ring rope, and I'm just standing there, still wondering why am I here? Like, what what's going on? But people are just going crazy. You know, I just see the cheering, and people oh, with these signs, and they're just. I can't hear any like. Uh, definite words right and i can't hear anything being clear i just hear the the, the noise right mm-hmm, and i have mm-hmm. to look up the giant jumbotron and i see myself and i can see my back and i remember thinking man my back looks pretty good right <laughs> and, but then i realized i was butt naked oh my god and i don't know why i was butt naked. i don't know how i ended up but i don't know if i was in a butt naked the entire time but everybody was che- i guess it's good everybody was cheering right there was no confetti like <laughs> oh <laughs> my everybody was cheering and i was standing there and i was like looking around and like the feeling i got when i realized i was butt naked i was like oh my god and i was just standing there and like the people were cheering but there was some like guys like these officials in business suits like standing there in the corner like at the bottom like like yelling at me like real ugly like what are you doing here like what and somebody like threw a towel at me and i just oh like my covered my you know private part <laughs> and i just looked around and then i could see vince mcmahon just like waving me like back in like hurry up and i was like okay and then i walked and that was it <laughs> i have no idea what it meant oh I, my goodness i don't know why the people <laughs> were cheering uh <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, but yeah, you know, it was wild. there was no confetti. You know, I wasn't, you know, nobody put me on their shoulders and carried me out of the ring. But yeah, it was just the wildest yeah. thing. I still don't know what the purpose was for me to go down there, but uh, maybe you're putting yourself on display, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, wow. But I remember I saw my back. 
you know what? My back looks pretty good. You know, and maybe because I've been working on my back, you know, really hard. Uh, with uh, and, I was like, and then all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm naked. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's you were using Pro Glow. You know, and, yeah, you know, plenty of Pro Glow. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I don't Pro Glow like underwear, you know, like in my <laughs> private area. You know, <laughs> you know, my, my butt was white, but. The rest of me, <laughs> the, the oh rest of me was a nice shade of bronze. Oh my but yeah, man, that, the shock, you know, and like I said, to see yourself in the mirror, but it's another thing to see yourself on an 80 foot jumbotron, oh, right? Man. But yeah, so that was my wild and crazy. It wasn't all as uh, spectacular as yours. You know what? It was probably because we were talking about getting in that, uh, that that bubble you were talking about getting into that bubble naked what are oh, the privation tanks so. yeah, yeah maybe that yeah. yeah i was out in outer space floating around with all these my, my wild thoughts oh, my goodness go, so. oh my goodness <laughs> this guy at wrestlemania butt naked but how many times has that ever happened to anybody crowd was roaring better than them booing uh, i guess <clears throat> yeah or yeah laughing. you know no, laughing would have been the worst Throwing the foam finger at you, this guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll take cheering over la- laughing. Right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> you know, I mean, your back, right? They're cheering for your back. <laughs> yes. All about the back. Oh, oh man, that is too funny. That but is speaking of our topic, funny. I didn't procrastinate. I got to the ring. You got <laughs> to the ring, <laughs> and I got out. and you got back. You got in. You got out. Ed McMahon only that. He, he, oh, was it Ed McMahon? What's the guy's oh, Vince. name? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Ed McMahon was with Johnny Carson. Uh, yeah, he also did the lifestyles of the rich and famous, right? No, no, no. he did Star Search. Star Search. Oh, do you have an impression of Vince or uh, of Ed McMahon? I can't remember him well enough to do uh, it. Uh, no, that would have been awesome. Well, nobody would have known. We're, we're old guys, Frank. <laughs> Yeah, but your voices are still so funny. I could do a, an impression of George Washington. Nobody <laughs> knows it was good or not, right? Oh, coming down the stages, <laughs> it's Tom the Blade. He seems to be quite spectacular in his bodybuilding work, and bro glow is just shining off of his body. Can you believe it? Of his buttocks. Of his- <laughs> oh, my God. The Gluteus Maximus is well underway in all the exhibition matches that it's undertaken. That's a true exhibition, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, man. You're crazy. Oh. oh, my God. Well, at least it wasn't a ladder match. I mean, oh. yikes. <clears throat> no, one of those stack matches, those thumbtack matches. Oh, God. That would have been terrible. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's I don't know, you know, all the training that goes into what they do. I don't understand how they do that still, you know, cracking a chair on their back. That stuff still has to hurt. Falling on the table. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And those crazy people doing it in their backyards. God. Settle down, man. Settle down. 
Well, on that note, we're going to leave that on the high note. You know, Tom walking naked into a WrestleMania. At least it wasn't the WrestleMania. Deafening or- applause. Don't forget to add that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Deafening <laughs> applause. Right, right, right. This is Hulk Hogan going bad. That's right, and, brother. You know, <laughs> Razor Ramon not cutting anybody out there. <laughs> Uh, did you have a five o'clock shadow at least? Did you were uh, we paying attention? No, to that? I was pretty clean shaven. Uh, clean yeah, shaven, all those. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, golly, man, that's so crazy. All right, well, that super high note, I don't even know how we can top that one. There's, I don't even want to try. <laughs> um, <laughs> with that, don't forget to download. Mon- our our last Monday motivational right. episode. Don't procrastinate. Do it right, right now. As you're listening, right do it right now. now. I, yes. Do it right now. Callers, uh, they're standing by to take your order for Monday motivation. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, download, you know, some of our old stuff. Golly, we've almost 50 episodes in, All you right. know. Leave us a review. I mean, tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear some more of. Tell us what you don't want to hear any more of. Um, And and just uh, hang out with us. I I enjoy doing this, and so does Tom out there with his. This is his seventh job, of course. You know, (laughs) make it worthwhile for the guy. It is a good time. I'll tell you something funny. You know, we laugh about how many jobs. So there's a person that works at the front desk at the LA Fitness where I work, and you know, of course, we always see each other as I walk in and out. Well, they don't work on the weekends. And it just so happened because of my schedule, I was working at the weekends there. And then I was off at the fire. I had to go work at the fire department, so I didn't go to the L.A. Fitness. So I go back like on a Tuesday. As I walk in there, I said, hey, long time no see. She said, hey, where have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. I said, oh, yeah. She goes, you've been off. I'm well, off from here. She goes, you know, you're just getting lazy. And I laughed because like oh I, I, I didn't get up for like two days straight as she's telling me this. Ah. And I just I had to just laugh at myself that somebody had. <laughs> You know, it's calling me lazy. <laughs> and I just, I said, I wish Frank could have heard her tell, calling oh, me lazy, right? Yes. And I just laughed. I said, yes. I said, I'm sorry. I am so lazy. And I just uh, oh, kept going. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I was like, yeah, you know, I am. I'm getting lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, you are lazy. You know what? Lazy. You're one of the laziest people. Yeah, I am, man. Oh, my goodness. Did you ever used to watching Living Color? Yes. And he used to do that, and, uh, you know, somebody would say, oh, I got my eighth job. Oh, you're so lazy. You only mm, got eight jobs. Eight jobs. <laughs> oh, man. Golly, that show. Holy cow. You Could you imagine? They they will not even put that on the air these uh, days. No, that, that will never uh, show. see mm, the light of day again. Mm, uh, I'm surprised Dave Chappelle is able to come out anymore. Man. Know. They say even The Office couldn't be made. Yeah. Today, so. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, let's leave it on the high note. You know, Tom walking into the WrestleMania ring, buck naked, wearing deafening bro, applause. nothing but bro glow. Right, the deafening yeah. applause. Deafening applause. Foam right. fingers and towels. <laughs> Roses and things, too, yeah. on the floor. <laughs> Ed McMahon announcing Ed his McMahon. arrival. <laughs> You know, the Hamburglar in the crowd <laughs> somewhere. Uh, you never know what you're going to get with this show. So thanks for hanging out. 
we will talk to you next week. Everybody stay sharp. Awesome. Have a great night.